Yo, welcome to episode two. Can I get a big yes? <laughs> Thank you guys so much for all the feedback that you've been giving me. Episode one was a doozy. I had a fucking great time talking absolute shit with my mum, which is one of my favourite things to do in the whole world. So if you enjoyed it, please let me know. Please, please. I really enjoy the feedback. Uh, and let me know what else you want me to talk about because I've got some stories, but today's fucking story is a fucking good one. Like, this is probably one of my most favourite stories to tell people because um, they normally ask me, um, you know, how did you and your best friend Kirsten meet? Fuck me. It's my favourite question to answer. But before we go into that beautifully, fucking, amazingly, hilariously funny story, I do have some beautiful DNM quotes that I do want to share with you guys. Uh, something I read on the internet the other day was, you can't love anybody else until you love yourself first. And I would have to fully agree with that statement because I don't think it was up until this year that I had truly looked in the mirror and accepted myself for all the fuck ups and mistakes that I'd made throughout the year and stopped like making myself feel guilty. And as long as you're working on yourself at becoming a better version of yourself, that's all anyone could ever fucking ask of you. So please don't feel guilty about all the shit that you had may have done in the past when you didn't know better, because you can only meet somebody else as much as you've met yourself. So if you fucking hate who you are and you, you don't know who you are, you've got no like goals or you're just kind of in limbo, like of course you're gonna make mistakes and hurt people because you, you yourself are hurting men, so. So if someone's being a bit of a dick to you, maybe look at past why they're being a dick and be like, man, does this person need help? Because I know for a fact that when I was not the best version of myself, I was fucking hurting inside, dude. I was going through such a shit time. And unfortunately I projected onto other people and it's so common to do that. But as long as you realize your own mistakes and your own flaws and you're working on becoming a better version of yourself every day, whether that's going to therapy or maybe like uh, saying sorry to someone that you hurt in the past or anything really, um, just creating creating yourself and knowing that you're always going to be a an unfinished project. No one's ever the same person that they were three months ago. Do you know what I mean? Like, fuck me, about a year ago, like... I don't even know that person, so um, yeah, don't be too hard on yourself, guys. It's alright, it's alright. Auntie Jess is here. <laughs> alright, now to this fucking story, guys. <laughs> alright, so this is the story about how me and Kirsten, aka wifey, we met. So I was talking to this guy while I was in Vegas. He was living in Sydney. So while I was in Vegas, I was talking to him. I flew back to Sydney. We hung out a couple of times and I decided then to move back to New Zealand. So I'd flown back to New Zealand and he had said to me, hey Jess, do you mind if I fly over to New Zealand and come hang out with you again? Because I really appreciated the, uh, the time we spent together. And I was like, yeah, sure, dude, no worries. So he flies over, I pick him up from the airport, he comes to my house and the next day we were watching movies on the couch, probably around like 4pm, sun's out, it's a normal day. We're watching movies on the couch and uh, we're at my mum's house in Christchurch, uh, which she has like a, a hot tub at the back. 
So he goes to me, oh, Jess, do you want to, like, have a, like, hot tub kind of, can I have a hot tub kind of thing? And I was like, oh, really, really sweet. Um, I go to get my, like, swimmers, whatever, and he's like, oh, no, no, sorry, I mean, like, just me, like, can I jump in the hot tub? And I was like, oh, like, kind of confused, whatever. Uh, but he he was a bit self-conscious about his body, so I was, like, fully understanding. I was like, yeah, no worries, man, like, I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable and stuff. Uh, if you want to go for that, fully do, but, like, obviously I was trying to build him up and stuff, but... Um, yeah, so I was just like, yeah, yeah, go, go ahead, do, 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 your, do your thing. So, <laughs> so he he, go, he jumps in the sparkle, and then he comes back out maybe like 20, 30 minutes later. Um, he's sitting on the couch and in his tail and shit like that, and we're just talking shit. And my mum like pulls up the driveway at this time, and um, she she uh, goes in, she goes to do the laundry, I take the clothes off the line and stuff. Sorry, I know what's going take the clothes off the line and uh, she comes back in um, and she sees me and Chris on the couch and she comes up to me and she's like um Jess and I'm like yeah and she's like uh have there been any um dogs here and I was like dogs no and she's like oh because there's a fucking great shit on my lawn and I was like what the fuck and then I'd remembered, like, ages ago, this girl who used to date this guy messaged me on Facebook and was like, oh, yeah, he's got, like, this real weird thing with shit. And I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, oh, like, he, he, he took a shower at my house and, like, was pushing his shit down the drain with his foot. And I was like, oh, this bitch is obviously, like, crazy. Whatever, like, you don't believe shit like that. But I just kind of, like, brushed it off. I was like, oh, really, mate, really. But anyway, like, as I sat there on the couch, like, that thought popped into my mind. He didn't know I know. My mum didn't know I know. And I'm, like, thinking, like, this guy's just taking a fucking shit on my lawn. <laughs> but, like, obviously, like, I can't, like, say it out loud because I don't want to make him feel uncomfortable. So I'm like, oh, well, that's fucking weird. <laughs> anyway, like, I, I go to pull mum back into the bedroom. And I'm like, oh, mum, come here, come here. And, like, sit her in the bedroom. I'm like, this guy's just taking a fucking shit on my lawn. And this is, like, 4 p.m., bro. Like, fucking sunshining he's dead ass sober like this isn't a malicious shit like this isn't like something funny you do or like to get back at someone you know like <laughs> like this is like a drunken shit like this is just a cool calm collected shit on my lawn <laughs> so i'm like mum, this guy's taking shit on my lawn she's like what the fuck are you talking to me and i was like Oh, and then I told him what the chicken said. She's like, oh, the dirty fucking bastard. So we're like, oh, what are we going to fucking do? And she's like, oh, the neighbor's window like overlooks our fence. So I'll fucking be like, oh, yeah, man, I'll text the neighbor and be like, yeah, maybe he's seen something or something. And I was like, yeah, you fuck yeah, all right, cool. So we're like, sweet. And we come out and I'm um, sitting there and she's like, oh, yeah, Chris, oh, man, this is a bit weird about uh, the shit on my lawn. I might have to text the neighbor about it. And he was like, straight away, he was like, oh, I'll take you guys out for dinner. And we're like, yeah, you fucking will, can't you know what you've done, eh? He didn't admit to it, but I could see it in his eyes. <laughs> So anyway, we're out to dinner, we're having pizza and that, and then I'm like, oh, so I go, when's that a flight home happening, Chris? And he's like, oh yeah, I'll book it now, I'll book it now. And I was like, yeah, sweet. <laughs> Fucking hell, trying to keep my shit together, pardon the pun. Anyway, we go to bed, sun comes up, and I'm like, sweet, I'm about to take him to the airport. 
and he's like oh just like my flights changed and I was like what are you talking about and he was like oh like they sent me this email and I was like show me the email and he couldn't and I just I fucking knew he was lying and I was like all right enough of this you sir have taken a dirty shit on my fucking lawn I know it was you and I was like get the fuck out of my house bro <laughs> and he was like say no more say no more so he leaves and whatever um and then um later that night mum and I had had a few gins together and uh we decided to put up this funny snapchat video and it's still on my facebook it's about four years old so you might have to go search for it but uh anyway I was like uh so a guy came over and he took a shit on my lawn and then mum's like the dirty bastard and I was like my last boyfriend didn't give a shit this one gave me a fucking shit and then she goes oh this is so good she goes and then he jumped in the spa pool to wash his ass. The dirty bastard. And I was like, it's true. <laughs> anyway, that goes online. Remember, this is the story about how me and Kirsten met. <laughs> this goes online. Kirsten sees it and she's going to be on my podcast um, in a couple of uh, episodes when, whenever that is. But she's definitely going to be on here so she can tell you the rest of her side of the story. I'll just tell you mine. So anyway, she jumps on, she jumps his bubble to watch this. No, she jumps online because she sees this video. Um, so Chris is actually her flatmate in Sydney and she's having a bit of trouble with him as well. I don't know what kind of trouble, but it's definitely not the poo kind. Thank God. Otherwise she'd fucking hit the roof. She is the, the heightened sense of smell, that woman. Like she'd fucking know before his asshole opened on the lawn. Eh? She'd know. She'd know. <laughs> Anyway, um, she had gone into investigation mode to be like, I wonder how many other people this has happened to. Like, just like living with him because he was known for like stealing things and stuff like that. So she's doing a full on investigation. She comes across my video. She adds me as a friend and we kind of not really like talk as mates, but a little bit here and there about, you know, what happened. Anyway, about a year passes and I decide I want to move back to Sydney. I put up an ad being like, hey, does anyone have a room available? She messages me and she's like, yeah, you can move into fucking Pooh Boys room if you want. So I did. Oh, wow. What a fucking circle of a life that is. So yeah, me and Kirsten met because a man flew to my house in New Zealand and took a bloody great shit on my lawn. He opened his asshole up and that bring me and, close, me and Kirsten close together. Oh, well. Yep, that happened. <laughs> Fuck, I love that story so much. The bit where I was like, and then he jumped in this bubble. Oh, fuck me. That comes out my daily life all the time. So yeah, if you ever see me hanging around, please feel free to yell that at me. I would fucking love that. Anyway, it's about time. Nana Betty fucking time. So uh, she's actually got a page on Facebook that's run by me, mum and a few of the other family members and it's called Shit That Nana Betty Says. So I'm just going to read you a few of the fucking good ones. It says, when Nana Betty applied for rates rebate today, the clerk asked her to declare any interest. So she said, yeah, I enjoy gardening and reading. <laughs> oh, and here's a good one considering what we we're just talking about. Um, so her, her son, who my uncle, his dog did a big shit on the lawn and, and she thought it was a ball and she kicked it and it went everywhere. 
But uh, if you want to go and follow that page, shit that Nana Betty says on Facebook, it's a good one. Let's ring this old girl and get her on the phone, shall we? Hi, Nana Betty. Oh. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Already. <laughs> So last week I was telling everyone about how we took you to the strip club. Do you remember that? What? Yeah. I tried to forget it, Jess. <laughs> was it that bad? Yes. <laughs> oh, they were a nice pair of boobs, Nana. You'll be right. <laughs> Can you please tell us one of your poems? Oh, I wish I'd looked at my teeth and spotted the pearls beneath. All them sweet sticky foods and the toffee I've chewed. Oh, I wish I'd looked after my teeth. Oh, straight spitting. That's where I get all my raps from, eh, Nan? It's from you. You're actually my ghostwriter. <laughs> There's a funny, um, a funny one. Um, a funny old bird is the pelican. It keeps more in its beak than its belly can. Keeps more in its beak than it'll last for a week. And I don't know how it, how it can. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love hearing all your little rhymes. Thank you very much. Oh, dear. Do you know that one about the poem about the grandma? No. Granny's in the cellar. I'm surprised you can't why the snot rolls down her nose? Oh, fucking hell, that's a new one. I don't think I've heard that one before. I've been reading up. <laughs> well, you've heard it now. <laughs> hey, didn't one of your friends have a glory hole or something like that? A what? Remember we were in the Marlborough Sounds and you were telling us about your friend who had the glory hole under the stairs? Oh, that was little Elsie, Auntie Elsie. No, it was a bit... Have you ever seen Mrs Brown? No. Oh, well, Mrs Brown had a toilet under the stairs and so did Elsie. Save her going up, say not going up the stairs all the time because it was a stu- two-storey house. So, say, saying her going up the stairs all the time when she wanted to go there alone, mm-hmm. she had a toilet pot in the cupboard under the stairs. Yeah. Was she popular? (laughs) Was she popular? Oh, Elsie, was she popular? Yeah, of course. I don't think you know what a glory hole is, (laughs) Dana. Or maybe you do, you dirty bitch. Oh, crikey. Oh, you cheered me up, Jess, because my back was hurting so damn much. And I thought, oh, God. Oh. Have you tried smoking some marijuana, Nana? Have you tried smoking some marijuana, Nana? Might help. No, but I've been offered a bit. Yes. So this lady's an old lady, right? And Hamish thought she was a bit of a witch. Yeah. Living up in the country, you know. And she offered him some oil in a in a bottle. Oh, THC oil. but she said it's forty dollars, and um, he said, "Oh well, I don't mind. So it takes the pain away." So anyway, he bought it, 
offer. And he said it worked. Yeah. But he said, I'll get, I'll get you some, Mum. I said, oh, I said, what's it got in it? I said, I think she's a bit of an old witch or something. <laughs> and he said, no, she isn't. He found out that she's a scientist. Oh. Well, same thing, really. Yeah. Potions and shit, you know what I mean? She's a wizard. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, he bought me a bottle, but then the top goes on so tight I couldn't get the damn top off to try it. So I said to him, oh, I said, what do you do to get the top off? Because he's miles away now, not just around the corner like he used to be. Mm-hmm. So he said, just squeeze it at the top. I squeezed and squeezed it, still couldn't get the flaming top off it. I said, I paid $40 and I can't get the top off the bottle. And he said, oh, well, he said, I'll come round one time and when I get time off work and that, and he said, I'll, I'll come round and sort it out. He sorted it out that day. The next day, I couldn't get the top off again. <laughs> what was wrong? <laughs> I don't know. Giving good top, Nana. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nana, I want to ask about one thing that has become quite famous in the law that is Jess. Um, the Spoof Sunday story. That was you and Portia. So when me and Portia were around about 11 or 12 years old, we were just starting high school. No, we'd been 12 or 13, sorry. We were just starting high school and, you know, the old dirty words getting thrown around. And uh, one that caught my attention was the word spoof. So Nana, Portia, my cousin and I, we were at McDonald's and Nana goes to me, Oi, Jess, what flavour do you want? of Sunday and I just looked her dead ass in the eye and I was like spoof and my cousin was like and I was like shh, shh spoof Sunday spoof Sunday and then it's like yeah right then I'll go up and get out spoof Sunday <laughs> so you walk up to the counter don't you Nana and they're like all right hello what would you like and you're like yeah spoof Sunday and they're like what I'm like no it's just strawberry strawberry <laughs> You don't know what spoof means? I'm 85 years old and I don't know what that means. Do you want to know or do you want to not know? I want to know. Uh, it just means a bit of sperm, Nana, but a cum. Um, sperm. Um, you know, like when what men... Are, <laughs> like when men, like, ejaculate? Oh, shut up. <laughs> what? All this I time you... You asked. <laughs> Spoof Sunday. I know, you. I, did. I know I did, but I didn't know it was that. Yeah, you asked him for some cum ice cream, Nana. Sorry about that. Tom's sake. <laughs> I won't be going there again. <laughs> oh, East K McDonald's will miss you. All right, Nana, thank you so much. I'm going to call you back later on. I'm going to finish this podcast, but I'll give you a call back later, okay? Okay, but don't be late. I won't. <laughs> What time? Okay. We didn't make a time. Like, I don't even know I'll what time I meant to call you back. I'll probably be in bed. All right. Love you, Nana. Love you too. Goodbye. You little bugger. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Always a good time, Nana Betty. See, what did I tell you guys? These stories, check out. They did happen. <laughs> My family is just that beautiful type of cooked. Um, and I love them so much for it. 
Uh, but before we end the second episode of my podcast, I would like to tell you guys about another UK artist that I have found. Her name is Abra, A-B-R-A, and she is a beautiful R&B indie pop synth kind of singer uh her voice is angelic it's really beautiful so make sure you check her out please and i'll see you guys on the next episode thank you so much see you guys